0: We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, repair as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case.
1: Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are on end times Friday.
2: Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy
1: Friday. And, uh, we have, uh, Lots and lots of discussion. We've been uh, <laughs> uh, talking about the mark of the beast, and it's been many, many weeks, actually into a couple of months here. Uh, oh yeah, of uh, kind of adding little pieces to it that God has had us do. Uh, mm-hmm. We've what we always There's
2: lots to talk about with we, it. <laughs> we always
1: intended to, you know, try to get to the punchline, and I think we're going to get there today. <laughs> uh, a couple things is. Um, from your experience, why do you think the discussion around the mark of the beast seems to be so important to people?
2: Well, I think people do definitely see that that is a definitive line in the sand. Yeah. You know, that there is something to pay attention to. There will be a choice to be made. I think for the most part, they recognize that there, you know, there could be some penalty. We have done a good job, I feel like, of fleshing out a lot of that um you know so i think people have some knowledge that there would be penalty and choices to be made um and then they've just you know it's it's interesting because again coming off of COVID, i think it has brought it to people's awareness where i i believe that prior to COVID, honestly it was beginning to falter in in conversation yeah like we weren't seeing and so honestly there's there's a little blessing of covid right there to bring it back to the Forefront because when we don't talk about things they do get forgotten and the next generation may or may not be told right and so it's important to keep that conversation going too yep
1: yeah, yeah and uh and because of the I think I think believers they know enough about it heard enough about it that yeah there is a mark of the beast mm-hmm. Um uh, we know they kind of understand what the beast is, and they and they associate it with the Antichrist. Um, there's a lot of confusion and mm-hmm. per, and conjecture about. Well, it's on the forehead and on the wrist, so they think, is it something that you get uh, tattooed? Is it something that um, uh, they implant? Um, how does all that work? Uh, what exactly is it? Uh, the big question is, how will I know? It's, it's the mark of the beast as opposed to not being the mark of the beast because, right. um, you know, just like like the vaccine, um, there's a lot of discussion about that's the mark of the beast. And, of course, right. a, lot, a lot of believers said, well, I don't think so. And they took the vaccine. Um, and, you know, was that the mark of the beast? And is that what it's going to be? And uh, there was there was not a certainty about that. Uh, Mm -hmm. and that's part of the issue that we'll, we'll get to today is, oh, there will be a certain certainty to it. And then one thing about the mark of the beast is that, um, we have an example. We, we actually talked about this in Deuteronomy. Uh, it says that, um, I want you to mark on your forehead and on your hands, Mm -hmm. uh, the word. Right. Uh, and, uh, make it as frontlets between your eyes. In other words, it would be, it would be right up here where you're, it's basically there all the time. And it wasn't, see, the mark wasn't something uh, in a sense physical. Mm-hmm. It was what marks you Right. And does the word that you keep. And how
2: it, are you set apart? You, yeah. you.
1: How are you set apart? How are you, how does it keep in front of you that your faith, your worship, your allegiance is to God and his word. And mm-hmm. you keep that. Basically, front and center, um, both in terms of of how you work, act and and function as well as what mm-hmm. you what you think and see. so it doesn't have to be uh a actual physical mark. it can be a way to to uh, have where where do you, where's your allegiance to and uh, mm-hmm. e- either it's going to be of God or the Antichrist and I think again because remember John has been told write what you see. He he did understand the mark uh, relative to De- mm-hmm. Deuteronomy. He did understand that. Uh, what he I think what he observed is that evidently it's on the forehead and on the wrist because they you do something. There's an identification that allows you then to join the economic system.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and I think I think it could be as simple as an iPhone uh, or a Android that. That gets facial recognition, and he said, well, "I guess it's on their forehead, you know, or, or uh-huh. you know, you put up your palm or you put up your wrist, and there's an electronic device, and you know, I've I've been approved by it, so uh, it's going to be some measure." probably electronic uh just because it 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 doesn't make sense not to be electronic uh in in today's age if it's going to be that's
2: not to discount it could be i mean it could be a physical mark too but there's a lot of other things that it also could be yeah and we need to open ourselves to what that you know what that could look like right
1: yeah um so as we uh we're going to try to answer um uh, what does this mean and how do we know And then what do we do with it? So um, Mm -hmm. uh, just to reiterate, let's go to uh, Revelation uh, 13, 16 to 18, just so we see, well, there is a mark of the beast and and Mm -hmm. it, it says so. Go ahead and read that.
2: All right. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive the mark on their right hand or on their foreheads. Then no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let he who has understanding calculate the number of the beast for it is the number of man. His number is six, six, six.
1: Okay. So, um, and, and we'll try to understand this, but the, uh, the mark of the beast is the mark of what?
2: Of the economic system.
1: Uh, based upon, um, a, a new system that, that did mm-hmm. translates into the antichrist, but it's, it's, uh think of it as a mark of anti-god
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: It's obviously he doesn't say it's a Christian mark that some will use as a, as the negative some will use it as positive no it's a mark of the beast it's a it's a, and then the beast mm-hmm. behind the beast is Satan uh, mm-hmm. is the dragon is uh, you know everything anti-god antichrist So the mark is of anti-god. Right, uh, and, and, and it's very clear that that's what it is. It's a mark of mm-hmm. anti-God. Okay. Uh, go to, uh, 16, two, and there's, there is a consequence coming from God about that.
2: Right. It says, so the first went and poured out his bowl upon the earth and a foul and loathsome sore came upon men who had the mark of the beast and those who worshiped his image.
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, it's. Uh, it implies, by the way, that the mark means you are worshiping mm-hmm. uh, what you've decided to give your allegiance to. And God says, everybody, uh, when the wrath comes, who has the mark of the mm-hmm. beast is going to experience my wrath because they've made the choice of, Do you, are you following me or are you following antichrist, mm-hmm. anti-God? Uh, and I believe if, and this is something that you got to uh, ponder, um, because the rapture is not absolute, we know it's pre, mid or post, it's possible that Christians are there too. And, right. and they either, because they have the mark of the beast, aren't raptured or, uh, they are, we're all here. And if you don't have the mark of the beast, you're protected. But if you have the mark, right. of, the, mark of the beast, you're not. And, and so it's
2: kind of similar to like Passover sort of thing. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Right. Uh, um, yeah. Okay, so uh, then let's go to uh, Luke 21 okay, uh, and read verses uh, 29 through
2: 38. 29 to 38 says, Then he spoke to them in a parable, Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they are already budding, you see and know for yourselves that summer is now near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. "'Assuredly, I say to you, "'this generation will by no means pass away "'till all things take place. "'Heaven and earth will pass away, "'but my words will by no means pass away. "'But take heed to yourselves, "'lest your hearts be weighed down "'with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life, "'and that day come on you unexpectedly. "'For it will come as a snare on all those "'who dwell on the face of the whole earth. "'Watch therefore and pray always "'that you may be counted worthy "'to escape all these things that will come to pass.' And to stand before the Son of Man, okay. and in the daytime. Oh
1: no, go ahead. That's good. So that um, it says um, uh, that you may be counted worthy mm-hmm. to escape the things that absolutely are going to happen. So as you right. look, as you look at uh, two fundamental aspects of that. One, um, escape the first piece of it, which would be the wrath of the of the Antichrist against believers. Mm-hmm who haven't taken the mark of the beast. Uh, and mm. he said there's a consequence to that. Uh, both, on both sides of it, that is one, you can't join the economic system, which means you're not going to mm-hmm. participate in things that are available to you, which could be as simple as you can't even go to a grocery store. Uh, right. And you'll be without the ability to buy typical stuff. Uh, one. Two. Or
2: even access your bank accounts. Who knows what that yeah, would look it, like. It,
1: yeah, it could be all that. And then two is um, that uh, the Antichrist, it talks about that during the first three and a half years of the tribulation, when the Antichrist steps into power, that he persecutes, including martyrs, uh, believers mm-hmm. who haven't taken the mark of the beast. So there's, there's uh, right. maybe, maybe they arrest us, maybe they uh, you know, put us in a uh, uh, containment of some kind. And ultimately maybe even try to kill us and they, and they do, they kill mm-hmm. some for sure. Uh, so that's one aspect of it. The second aspect of it is God says, my wrath is coming against the, the, uh, those that took the mark of the beast and, uh, mm-hmm. everyone's going to experience that. So the escape would be, well, I would like, to, <laughs> I would like to escape the problems of the economic system that I can't participate in and the, and the persecution and then I would like to for sure escape any of God's wrath. Uh, and he says, mm-hmm. He says, well, um, the key, he says, is, is are you worthy? Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, now there's a real interesting statement that we have about this. So go to Colossians 1 and read verses 9 through 18. Uh, Colossians sure. 1, 9 to 18.
2: For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, And to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy, giving thanks to the father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation for by him, all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things and in him, all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence.
1: Yes. So, um, uh, he says, um, uh, this is what's going to consider you worthy. But uh, first of all, let's look at what he's done is, um, I've given you an opportunity to be a partaker in the light, uh, Mm -hmm. so that, um, Worthiness is living with Him in the light. He says, "I've I've delivered you from the power of darkness, and okay. I brought you into My kingdom because of what I did for you, uh, My righteousness, which isn't yours." Uh, and that Christ is is first and foremost because He created all things, heaven, heaven and earth, principalities and powers, uh, spiritual, unspiritual, visible, invisible. Um, He has uh, done all that in him, for him, and through him. All things are created and all things consist. And he's preeminent uh, in all things that he may have the preeminence. He says, okay, so um, as we start to understand the mark, (coughs) he's saying, um, you'll know that it's me and not me uh, relative to what? Are you in the light mm-hmm. by walking with me in the kingdom? And I'll make it, I'll make it super clear to you. And, and, mm-hmm. and then he says um, in verse nine, he said, your role is, mm-hmm. is, is to do what? If you're gonna be counted worthy, your role is to do what?
2: To be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding.
1: Okay, so <laughs> um, worthiness, He says, if you're worthy, remember, you're going to escape this. Mm -hmm. Um, Worthiness is all dependent on, am I in the light? Am I surrendered Mm -hmm. my will to his will so that I know his will completely in all spiritual wisdom and understanding? In other words, um, he doesn't use kind of, perhaps a little bit. I'll give you a piece of it. How about if I tell all of you, all of it, the, cl- mm-hmm. the clarity of exactly my will, particularly when he's related to uh, be careful about what's about ready to happen. And I'll, I'll let you know that you know that you know, uh, because of the mark of the beast as a, as a <laughs> line, line of demarcation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If, if we are not to take the mark of the beast,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what must be true for us not to take the mark of the beast?
2: I'm not sure what you're asking. I mean, we we it, need to hear that from God that this is what, this is the mark and not to take it.
1: What? Okay. So what I must know. I know. I must know with absolute surety mm-hmm. that that mark is the mark of the beast. Do not take it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Why? It's anti-God. Okay. Right. Um, if that's true. And God says, don't take it because that is the mark of the beast. Mm -hmm. Then what, what must God do for us?
2: Make it clear to us that that is the mark.
1: He's got to make it crystal, crystal clear.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: there'll be something about it that it won't be, um, you know, this is uh, a, an okay thing to do. Uh, Rather, it's absolutely, I'm going to tell you with great 100% clarity that this is not of me. Mm -hmm. This is something that's a deceptive thing. Yes, you would think it would be beneficial because it's going to allow you to join the economic system. Right. But I'm telling you and I'm showing you it's not. And your role to be worthy is what? Am I pursuing it and do I understand Mm -hmm. it? Okay, now. Right. uh, This is why we need each other in our communities around us to confirm it so that what we are being, have revelation about, when, when we see God says, no, this isn't, let me help you understand it. He's gonna do that through us to speak the prophetic to each other is, um, I know you're wondering if this is it, but God said, it is it. Or you're wondering if this is it, mm-hmm. and we're telling you, no, that's not it yet. Uh, but it'll be, it'll be, and we can be assured of this. It'll be crystal clear, 100% clear. There'll be no fuzziness at all. There won't be any, I wonder if. It'll be absolutely clear. And part of the demarcation is you're going to see that this isn't of God. It's it's of anti-God.
2: Right. And there'll be that something about said, that. That being said, aren't there, there are verses that say that some will be deceived into taking it. And so if you're not walking with God, seeking his wisdom, um, processing this in community, there is risk that you would be deceived. It's not going to be necessarily that blatant. It may actually look good.
1: Well, why, why would you be deceived?
2: Because you're not, you're not abiding. You're not asking God and, and seeking his discernment and wisdom.
1: Yeah, because see, you're using logic right, to come to a conclusion, oh, this seems pretty good to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm easily deceived when I'm not, uh, following truth and pursuing, uh, God's will completely and getting confirmation, which God says he is. So that's why he says, if you're, if you're counted worthy, you know, you need to practice that now.
2: Um, right. And that, and I think even there's an importance in making sure we go all the way with that. Because I think about in my mind, and I could be totally wrong about this, but in my mind, one of the easiest places to be deceived in that would be okay so god has a calling on my life to go and share the gospel here or to do this or he has called me into this and if i don't take the mark i can't step into that calling therefore i'm probably called to take this or this must not be it instead of okay, Father, what do you have to say about this? Is there some other way for me to do this? Do you have something else in mind? You know, all of this. We can, if we skip that step of checking in, I think that's where we can be deceived as well. Sure. Because we have heard something from God, but the the logic of how that carries out in the face of being faced with the mark and the limitations of not taking it. If we don't continue to check in and check in in community, that's where I believe where deception can come in. Yeah, with well-intentioned, you know, great hearts to follow God, but just haven't taken it to actually seek His wisdom on this. You know,
1: and see, that's that's the essence of of seeking God's will. Is I can, I can justify anything. Um, mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be good if, right? And God says, uh, and 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 see, we have a great example of that with Peter. Who do you say that I am? Jesus speaks in Matthew sixteen. Well, you're you're the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the Living God. Uh, well done. This has been revealed to you by my father. Upon this, mm-hmm. I'll build my church to bind and loose. And by the way, I am going to go, I'm going to be uh, uh, beaten. I'm going to go to my death and, and then I'll be resurrected. And Peter says, I'll never let that happen to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that the best thing for us is for me to protect you. Isn't that a good idea? Right. And, and right. Jesus says to him, get behind me. What?
2: Get behind me, Satan. Okay. Why? Because he wasn't hearing correctly. He hadn't checked in to know what God's will was on that. He he was actually trying to draw him out of the kingdom. He
1: wasn't hearing anything because he wasn't pursuing. He said, you have the things of men Mm -hmm. in mind, not the things of God. Why? Because you didn't ask me. Mm -hmm. Uh, You even heard what I said. I said, I'm going to go to my death. You didn't say, could you help me understand that further? You said, I'm I'm not going to let you. Isn't this a good idea? So that rationalization...
0: Right.
1: Uh, well, Which I, is so
2: easy to fall into. Uh,
1: I need to serve God in this way. Isn't this a good idea? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and, and one thing about scripture, about the mark of the beast, is God says there isn't any condition to that. It isn't. Well, some right. of you can take it and you're OK. He says 100 percent. Right. Don't do it. Why? Because not. anybody that takes the mark of the beast is going to get my wrath. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so your first thought is, well, then I need to learn not to. Um, And I got to trust. It'll be absolute. It'll be absolutely clear. There'll be something about it that we'll know that we know that we know that this is it. Uh, Partly, by the way, it it, I think it comes alongside of the one world government that actually becomes a shift in even how we all function, you know, so that Mm -hmm. there's a there's an authority now worldwide that said this is what we have to uh, operate under. And automatically, you start. You should be aware of. Wait a minute. We know what that's all about. And mm-hmm. okay, what are they going to require me to do? So um, I got to know that I know that I know. And he said, "Seek my will and be counted worthy." Two is that uh, trust. His statement in Luke twenty one: You will escape from what's going to happen. And what mm-hmm. what do I need to escape? Well, I need economic provision. So he says, I'm going to do that supernaturally. I'm going to do that with community. I'm going to do that with having you prepare Um, as you seek it now. I'll get you ready for it and uh, you'll be okay. Uh, Now, by the Mm -hmm. way, it'll be different. And we kind of experienced that with COVID. Uh, Right. You know, we couldn't go to restaurants. We couldn't go travel. We couldn't go to shops. Uh, He said, well, your life still could be pretty good. Right, uh, and let me give it to you in a different way. Uh, but he and, and we trust it. So he says, let me you know, let me show you that um, if if you are going to be martyred or if you are going to if they're going to come against you, I'm going to make it so that um, I believe, and we have examples of that with with uh, Stephen, etc. That um, it appears that you're protected. Yes, you're physically harmed. But mm-hmm. but you personally are protected in that uh, where you aren't feeling pain, you're not feeling the consequence of it mm-hmm. because you're with me, and you can you can escape uh, what you might experience because I'm gonna I'm gonna do it differently, um, and I'm gonna give you wisdom, protection, understanding, uh, and and what and he said what you have to trust, and this is why you got to practice this now is. I will supernaturally do things, and, mm-hmm. and we have a great example of that. Daniel uh, with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Right. Uh, there's all kinds of examples of. Uh, well, um, if you can't tell me uh, the dream and the interpretation of a dream, I'm going to kill everybody. And, Dan- mm-hmm. and Daniel says, "Give me a couple days, <laughs> uh, and let me and let me seek uh, the Lord on this." And the Lord gave him the answer supernaturally. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the I'll tell you the dream and I'll tell you what it means. Uh, and he was saved. Uh, if you don't, if you worship, if you don't, if you if you don't worship this image, we're going to throw you in the fire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, we we trust God. We've learned to trust God. And even if we go home with him, which is actually not a bad thing to happen, right? Um, we're not we're not going to worship the beast because we know we're not supposed to. We're not going to worship that image, and so. Mm-hmm. What did God do supernaturally in the middle of the fire? They didn't even have their hair singed at all. They didn't even smell like smoke uh, because God supernaturally, well, okay. How did they learn that? They practiced it. They understood it. When it came down to this extreme test, they knew that they knew that they knew they had experienced it. So that this is why we're saying to all of us right now is uh, the mark of the beast will be clear as crystal. Mm -hmm. Uh, practice now becoming worthy by learning to seek his will and together confirm his will so that we know that we know that we know and -hmm. then trust because of his will he will fulfill what he says I'll protect you I'll provide for you I'll take care of you even if you go to your death I'm still going to (laughs) protect you and um, you're going to escape from what you believe would, would happen and you can believe that I will supernaturally, which you got to learn that today. See,
2: right? It's uh, really learning to trust Him.
1: Yeah, it's learning and truly to truly
2: take Him at His word and seek His word. Yeah, right?
1: Yeah, and you, and think of the disciples uh, when they first came to know Christ. He said, "Well, the kingdom is here. Come and follow me."
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, did they know anything about the supernatural? No, no.
2: It was come and see, walking with um, Him daily. He yeah, began to unfold it, and they began to experience it.
1: His first miracle was turning water to wine, and it says. When he did that, the disciples began to believe. Mm -hmm. Like, huh, look at that. Um, And what did it take? Three years. Mm -hmm. And even into the the third year, Jesus made comments of ye of little faith. You've been learning supernatural and you still Mm -hmm. are trying to learn this. And he says, but now that you've been doing it for three years, and then I give you the Holy Spirit, you're going to be able now going forward to experience the supernatural in a sense easily
0: mm-hmm. because
1: for three years you learned it. Right. And it wasn't just, well, when I need it, he'll give it to me. He says, no, this is something you're going to have to learn to trust me because this is going to be, when we get, come into this scenario, it's going to be extreme, what I call extreme. There's going to be extreme consequences. Uh, to not taking the mark of the beast. But what does God Mm -hmm. say? I'll take care of you. Uh, You can trust me. Absolutely. And we got to practice that. So if we're going to be counted worthy, it's uh, uh, I'll show you what it is. You won't be fuzzy about it. It'll be absolute. Don't do it. Trust me that even Mm -hmm. the consequence of not doing it, which you think is going to be negative, actually is going to be beautiful because you're going to see more and more and more of my supernatural work that I'll work it. And by the way, right now, so so think of the two things we got to do right now: get into community, right? Help each other. Very lear, important. Help right each now. other learn to seek God's will
2: mm-hmm. and to
1: experience His supernatural work. That we get used to it. Two is uh, uh, begin to, to process together. What would God say? As he speaks to us about what's coming up of things Mm -hmm. that we need to either prepare for, uh, be in community about, uh, learn this, but have people around you that are assisting the process of seeking his will, confirming his will, seeing his will fulfilled. And you stay in that community uh, throughout this process so that you build people around you that are of the same heart to be counted worthy. Pursuing, mm-hmm. pursuing God's will and receiving it. So um, uh, I think that, you know, we, we've kind of exhausted here the discussion of the mark of the beast and we'll, we'll move on to some other things here in the end times. But if you have a question about it, you know, send us at questions at Uh We're happy to pursue it further if you, if you have something or a question about it. But uh, really, really, really pay attention to this because it's really important of understanding the significance of it. It's a line of demarcation. It'll be absolute. We have to trust God together by seeking his mm-hmm. will. And God says clearly, do not take the mark of the beast. Yeah,
2: there is no exception to that. Right,
1: <laughs> right. So we'll, we'll pick this up uh, next time and we'll continue on with some other elements of our discussion. But, and again, if you have some questions about it, we'd love to talk to you about it.
2: Sounds great. Thanks so much. Thanks for sharing this so exhaustively. I feel like you really covered it well and in depth for everyone, so we appreciate that. And we appreciate you guys joining us. Have a great afternoon. Yeah. We'll see you soon.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos, brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.